Welcome to Midweek Live, a podcast by North Point Community Church that's designed to help you get to know the people around you so we can do better and be better together. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Midweek Live. This is our second time doing this. I'm really excited about today because we're going to be hearing from Mike, our Celebrate Recovery pastor. Um, but right before we get started, we I just want to encourage you guys. Midweek Live is really meant to be this interactive engagement with you. Um, we just believe the power of um, a life lived honoring the Lord is not just Sunday for an hour. (laughs) Um, It's not just the time that you're watching the online service. It is in your everyday. So hopefully you are having lunch, uh, maybe at your break room, maybe at home, maybe in front of a computer. Um, I don't don't know where you're at. Um, But we're hoping that if you have questions as we talk through recovery, as we talk about um, just all different kinds of things today, if you have questions, comments, gosh, if you have a testimony that you would like to share. I think those, I mean, gosh, testimony nights are probably my favorite nights at Celebrate Recovery because truthfully, we relate with each other. Um, And even if your entire story, not everybody relates every step of the way, there are these snippets and these moments where people go, I felt that way before and somebody else felt that way before and it brings hope and it brings encouragement. And so if you even want to share your testimony, we would love to hear those. You want to share your prayer requests. We would love to hear those. So as we're, as we're getting in into it today, would love to hear from you, um, whether you're watching that live or whether you're watching that after the fact, um, Mike and I are going to be tagged in this post. So we are going to answer that. Uh, whenever those questions come. So yeah, Mike Navarro, who's been our Celebrate Recovery pastor for how many years now? 14, going on 15 years wow, now. I cannot, I cannot It's been a while. It. How long has Celebrate Recovery been going then? We are in our 15th year. Wow. Yeah. And so you guys celebrate that in January or? We do. We celebrate our anniversary in mid to late January. Okay. Um, and actually, this may be our 16th year. Oh, wow. Yeah. This, oh, wow. This may be the 16th year. That's so we had our 15-year anniversary already, I think. Yeah. yeah. So so you might hear, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you right now, you might hear me say CR. Um, that's it. it we call it kind of insider because we're shortening the name of the actual right, ministry, which is right. Celebrate Recovery. Um, but you might hear me say CR. Celebrate Recovery is the thing we're talking about. And I think maybe a lot of people, number one, maybe don't have never heard that term before. I imagine they've heard AA, Alcoholics Anonymous, or right. even NA, there's Narcotics Anonymous, there's, you know, um, there's different groups like that. But what really is the difference between um, Celebrate Recovery and, and AA or any, NA or any of those other recovery programs people have heard about before? Sure. Well, the key difference is Jesus Christ. Hmm. That's the primary difference in the programs. Um, they're all good. They're all worthy. Hmm. Um, where AA... Uh, we would say has a singleness of purpose, which is to help people stop drinking, uh, which is a fantastic purpose, which saves lives. Yes, absolutely. Love AA. Yeah. Uh, where Narcotics Anonymous or NA has a singleness of purpose, meaning uh, that nobody ever need to die active in their addiction. Mm-hmm. So they exist to help people stop say, using narcotics. Say that one more time, that nobody need die active, active in their addiction. In their addiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. because as an addict, mm-hmm. you know, we have an addiction problem mm-hmm. uh, that sticks with us, but we're not active in our addiction mm-hmm. uh, once we uh, have stopped using. So were those uh, traditional programs, and I like to use the word traditional mm-hmm. rather than secular because secular implies that there's no God. 
in those programs. And God is definitely right. in those programs. Uh, but where the difference lies is where they have a singleness of purpose, Celebrate Recovery has a singleness of higher power. Hmm. Meaning we believe that Jesus Christ has the answer to anything that a person could be struggling with. Any hurt, any habit, any hang-up is, mm. is our catchphrase. And mm -hmm. so the basic principles of the programs are the same. The steps are essentially the same. There's some, there's some slight variations mm. to a couple of them depending on what people are trying to recover from. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of it is similar. Uh, people that come from traditional recovery programs will recognize a lot uh, of their program in the Celebrate Recovery program. Um, but the main uh, factor is, is Jesus Christ is higher power. Yeah, because if you have ever been involved in, in AA, you know that they say higher power, right? Right. So it's never like identified as God, right? Right. Well, it is. They, it is? Okay. they use a phrase that, that says God as we understand him. God as we, okay. And they do that purposely okay. uh, to keep the door open as wide as possible. Again, gotcha. remembering that their primary purpose is to help people stop drinking. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. That's really, really helpful. So somebody that maybe has gone through um, AA or NA or maybe just a recovery in general um, and, and is actually a believer, this is the perfect place for them to step into, right? It, it really is. It really is. And we found that over the years, especially the early years of Celebrate Recovery. Mm. There were so many of us who thought we were the only ones at church oh. that had huh. substance abuse problems in our background. And um, when Celebrate Recovery came along, we started uh, to discover, hey, we're not the only ones at church that are, that are struggling with this. Mm. And we also began uh, to realize that the, the tools that we were using in recovery mm. were helpful in all different phases of life because mm -hmm. they're, all about, they're all about getting to know who God is, mm. taking personal responsibility mm. for your own life, mm -hmm. Uh, cleaning up your own side of the street hmm. and then maintaining that relationship with God mm -hmm. as we grow uh, in relationship with others and with him along the way. Yeah. So it really, it really, uh, when Celebrate Recovery came along, it really uh, hit a hot button. Well, did it people. feel, it probably felt a little like you guys all kind of starting on the room. Wait a second. I, I well, yeah, we used, to, we used to do this across the room at church. We're like, <laughs> You know, so you so you had experienced recovery before joining Celebrate Recovery when it when it kicked off here. I personally had um, had become drug free, mm. um, had just a bare minimum knowledge of the recovery processes. Mm. Most of my recovery knowledge has come through the the Celebrate Recovery okay. program. the The ministry here at North Point was started by a group of people that did have that traditional the, the recovery, background of recovery experience. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so how, we're going to unpack a little bit more of this at the very end as well, but how often does Celebrate Recovery happen? Like what's the um, expectation if you were joining it or any of those things? Yeah. So at North Point, we meet every Wednesday. Okay. And around town, there's a Celebrate Recovery meeting almost every night of the week. Hmm. Um, the, the COVID situation mm. has, has kind of put a little bit of a dent in that. Um, but the overall, but you're saying the, the churches, the local churches, yes, local churches here in the Fresno actually, Clovis wow. area. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and so here in 
in our area, we've got meetings on Monday night for sure, Tuesday okay. night, Wednesday night, okay. uh, Thursday night. Uh, Friday night, I don't think we have a meeting okay. uh, right now. But at North Point, we're, we're every Wednesday. Well, when I love, um, I was actually looking at your, uh, so Celebrate Recovery, North Point has an actual Facebook. Yes. Um, and uh, you guys actually post things that people can watch to just bring encouragement. Um, I was thinking, gosh, even as you were talking right now, those are things that you can engage in, um, even if there's not a recovery um, group to go to, to just get some hope, get some encouragement. Right. Connect with other. Connect with others, uh, yeah. People that are part of the Celebrate Recovery family, absolutely. Right. Yeah, and and you're on lot, you're, so you're live. You were saying some churches were not able to maybe get to that place of being, because that's a new thing. That, you know, Celebrate Recovery, anonymity and confidentiality are big things. So how did this whole COVID thing change? It, it, it changed it some. Um, you know, confidentiality and anonymity are, uh, they're very important. Mm -hmm. We call them basic requirements mm -hmm. for Celebrate Recovery. Um, at the same time, each person is free to uh, blow their own anonymity, so to speak, and mm -hmm. jump on Facebook Live, which I do regular, mm -hmm. uh, with tidbits of information or, yeah. um, or maybe some advice, things like mm -hmm. that, uh, while other people are allowed to keep their anonymity. And right. so... Um, we do broadcast on Wednesdays on Facebook Live, uh, but we only broadcast people who have made the decision to mm. essentially tell the world, right. hey, I'm a part of the Celebrate Recovery right. program. They've personally said, I'm okay with right. You know, right. people knowing that I'm recovering from whatever it is. Right. Anybody that wants to come and remain anonymous, they're going to get to remain anonymous. Right. So it's still, come at, it's still at your own pacing. It is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a peer driven self help type environment. Yeah. And you set your own pace. Yeah. So so it's Wednesday night. I mean it's Wednesday. It's so Wednesday. tonight tonight. Tonight will be um I believe tonight is uh, live. It's even chip night, if I understand that correct. Right. I just want to kind of unpack chip night a little. People may have seen that, they see it posted, they probably heard it before. Yeah. What's chip night? Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh chip night, it's not like <laughs> Tostitos. When I, when I had out chips. <laughs> I mean, I like Tostitos. Uh, but it's about sobriety chips. It's about uh, markers of continuous mm. uh, recovery sobriety, regardless of what area of life a person is working on. And okay. so um, when you've had a particular struggle in your life mm -hmm. and you decide to surrender mm. uh, that struggle, that's a big moment. It's huge. And so we like to celebrate that moment. Yeah. And uh, when you've decided to work on a particular bad habit mm. or a particular hangup that you might have, mm -hmm. uh, when you reach the 30-day mark mm. of having actively mm -hmm. worked on that part of your recovery, well, that's a big moment. We want to mm -hmm. celebrate with each other. And so we have those landmarks of sobriety. We call them 30 days, 60 days, mm. uh, 90 days. Wow. Um, and so once a month, uh, we get together as a big Celebrate Recovery family. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a big fellowship event, and and we do that. And people come up and get their their uh, sobriety chip, and uh, and we all clap for and them. There's a lot all, of celebrating. There's a lot of there's a lot of celebrating. There's a lot of hooting and hollering. Yeah. You know. So if you were ever looking for a time to come and not be not be not maybe stand out in any way because there's just a lot of great vibes that night right people right. are excited to be grabbing maybe that 30-day chip or 60 mm -hmm. or maybe it's years we know we've have we have celebrate recovery people that have been recovering for years what's Absolutely. the highest year you've ever heard oh uh, gosh 
somewhere in the 40s. Wow. We had somebody, I think, maybe picked up a 42-year wow. chip one night. Now, obviously, Celebrate Recovery hasn't been around for 42 years. Right. Uh, but that person had been working in a recovery program for 42, for 42 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And that's a, that's, that's a big that deal. That is worth celebrating. It is worth celebrating. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And, and another thing that the, that the chip night does is... When you're struggling in the early days of recovery and you see mm. somebody pick up like a one-year or two-year mm. chip, it, it, it helps you know, gosh, if they did it, mm. like maybe I can it's too. Possible. It's, it's possible. It's possible. It does, huh. it does happen. So your, your original uh, question was if you're coming for the first time, yeah. this is a great night to come yeah. because we're, we're going to be out there having fun yeah. and you're going to get to see uh, the celebration part of yeah. Celebrate Recovery. Yeah. Is it a pretty good turnout when you guys do these? It's a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably have, we'll have families out there tonight. So we'll probably have 100, oh, 120 wow. people That's or great. so. Our, yeah. our band will be out there. Um, we have a great barbecue vendor coming out oh, cool. that's, uh, where we can get some food uh, from him. And so people are going to bring their lawn chairs. Bring your lawn chair. And mask. Yeah, right, and bring masks. your mask yeah. and mm -hmm. stay safe. And, yeah. and just know that even if you're watching the recorded version of this, chip night happens once a month into the future as well. So mm. it's the same vibe. It's the same feeling. It's the same reason to celebrate. Mm, that's great. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going to talk about the most obvious thing. You know, like, so I, we experienced, my husband and I experienced Celebrate Recovery years ago. I don't remember how long. It was shortly after we had kicked it off as a church that we were, we were coming here. Yeah. And um, so I'm speaking to the person that maybe is sitting out there and going like, I've been thinking about going to Celebrate Recovery and I've been trying to get that, my loved one or whoever to go with me. And I did that. I played that game for a couple months of just like, man, I really want to do this. I really feel like we should be going to this and um and every time I brought it up my husband was like yeah not this week I don't I don't I don't feel good today I have a headache today yeah. it's been a long day yeah. um you know uh, excuse after excuse and I just remember after a few months it, it I just remember driving home and there was just this heaviness on my heart I just went you know what I don't really care if he goes with me. I, I just know I need to go. Mm -hmm. And I came home and it, all I said this time was just I'm going tonight. Um yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to go tonight. And he ended up coming with me, and um, we were in Celebrate Recovery for several years um, here. And uh, so my encouragement to you is if that's been what you've been experiencing, this, like, idea that man, I just feel this tug that I'm supposed to be going, um, especially if it's, not, if it's not on the addiction side, because I feel like that's a little bit different, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm talking about a little bit more of like codependency would be the terminology that we would use oftentimes in celebrate recovery. That's what yeah. you would hear or enabling. And um, so I'm, as a codependent, would look for, you know, approval <laughs> to right. do that thing, right? right. And um, finally just saying, no, I know what I need and the support that I got Oh my gosh. Um, the great meetings of just getting encouragement and hearing encouragement from each other and knowing that other people have thought the same things I've thought, have felt the same things that I felt. Um, I could come and just cry, not share at all. And just as people yeah. were sharing, just just cry. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't embarrassing. I wasn't, you know, didn't get a ton of people going like, oh my gosh, are you okay? Can I, yeah. you know, because with Celebrate Recovery, we, you know, they, they want to allow you to kind of feel that a little bit. And, and it's just a really inviting and comfortable place to right. start unpacking kind of all yeah. this stuff. Right. Well, one thing that we understand completely is that 
nobody walks through the door wanting to be fixed. No, oh, yeah. You know, everybody mm. walks through the door hurting in some mm. capacity, but they don't. They don't want a quick fix. Right. Um, they uh, they they want to be able to come in, mm. take a breath, settle down, and just take a look around. And yeah. probably the most important thing that I could say. Uh, to you guys that are watching that may have never been is that when you, whenever you walk into a Celebrate Recovery meeting, mm -hmm. everybody in that room knows what it's like to walk in there for the very first time. Mm -hmm. And everybody in that room is sensitive to that. And that's why we don't like mob people, mm -hmm. you know, like, hey, wh why are you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, your yeah. issue? Yes. You know, yeah. we, we don't do that to people yeah. because first off, nobody likes it. Right. Second off, it's not effective. Right. You know, and and if it is going to be a program of personal responsibility, we want people to be able to come in and just be who they are. Yeah. And and begin to settle in and kind of let that first night yeah. roll to them a little yeah. bit. I love that that light. He had that perspective of everybody was that new person. Right. Everybody. Right. Everybody walked up that very first time. Yep. Everybody did that, you know, that drive and the whole time you're driving. The long <laughs> walk from the parking lot into the room. Everybody that's in Everybody's there has done, done that. Yeah, yeah, you're in good company. Yes. You're in good company. Yes, for sure. That's great. Um, so not just for addicts. I'm, I'm, I'm naming off codependency. What, what, what do groups look like right now? How many groups do you guys have right now? So right now, in person, we have the basic four. Okay. Um. And we call them the basic four because there's, uh, there's substance abuse groups, one for men, one for women. Mm -hmm. And then we have codependency groups, one for men, uh, one for women. Mm -hmm. And so essentially, they all operate the same. Uh, they use the same format. Mm -hmm. they, they use the same focus question. The leader reads through the same script. Mm -hmm. The principles are all the same across the board. It's just there's some commonality mm -hmm. um, with a substance abuse group. Mm -hmm. And, and there's commonality in the codependent group because right. that includes so many emotions mm. and frustrations mm. and, and that type mm -hmm. of thing. And then right now with COVID, aside from that, we're doing Zoom groups. And those are still gender specific okay. when it comes to the sharing part of it. Uh, but obviously they're mixed issue uh, right. groups. Right. And so it's men with men, women with women. And how are they able to get the Zoom-like information? What do they have to do? So the best thing to do is go to the North Point website, okay. northpoint.org, find the Celebrate Recovery page, and there's okay. a really simple process. There's two buttons. Okay. I've never been to CR. You yeah. click that button. Okay. That'll, that'll get you started on the Zoom process. Or I've, I've completed the uh, quick orientation and now I'm going to click the second button okay. and get on the mailing list yeah. for the Zoom link. Well, we'll put, I'll put a direct link in this once the, the, this is actually done so that yeah. people can go ahead and do that. And then my understanding is first time around, you go to a specific kind of group. You don't get kind of logged into one right. of the ones that you're talking about right now. Right. So first time in person, we do a one-time orientation. Your okay. first night there, uh, we're just going to go over the basics with you, let yeah. you know how the groups work. Uh, again, give you a chance to catch your breath. Mm. We know how difficult mm -hmm. that is uh, just to get there. Give you a chance to ask questions. Yeah. And give you a chance to meet a couple people. Yeah. Uh, because that's a big deal to us is mm. to be able to, uh, to start building relationships mm -hmm. right away. And, um, and then with the Zooms, uh, the orientation is done online. Okay. So you're going you're gonna to click the button. You're going to uh, watch a quick video. And uh, that'll kind of explain things to you. And then you can, uh, you can go back to the website, 
uh, click in, get the email get the with link. the Zoom link on it. Great, great. Right. great. Um, so codependency, we talked a little bit. You know, just really quick, you know, for those that um, – I know when I, the first time I heard things like codependency or being enabling, being, growing up Christian, I, I always felt like, well, that's, I mean, isn't it that just being a really good Christian, like, you know, supporting yeah. somebody and loving them yeah. through, you know, their, their difficulty and yeah. uh, what would you say? I mean, quickly, what would you say to the person that's kind of feeling that struggle? Yeah. So this is, this is what I would say. God created us to be interdependent. Hmm. That's the way he made us. Hmm. Um, and that's a great gift that he mm. gave us, the gift of human relationship. Mm. But like every other good thing God gave us, we have taken it at times and turned it into something not so good. Mm. So interdependency becomes codependency. Mm. And we become fixated on somebody else and the way that they're behaving rather than taking a look inside at ourselves and mm. how we're behaving and how honestly... We may have a part to play, right? not the whole part, but right. a part to play in the dynamic of that relationship. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the definition for codependency is loosely translated excessive reliance on another person or partner hmm. uh, and their behavior for us to feel like we're emotionally well. And so it starts with what's excessive. Well... I mean, obviously, I rely on my wife for certain things. Yeah, I mean, I rely sure. on her for support, right. and, and uh, she's a great caretaker for me, and so right. on and so forth. You rely on your husband right. to a certain degree. So who, which of the two right. of us decides what's excessive reliance? Huh. And, and that's why the, the strong emphasis on personal accountability mm. is such a big deal when it comes to codependency. But mm. there, there, are, there are clues for people to know. Mm-hmm. And um, I really enjoy doing this, if you can't tell, because <laughs> so first I'm going to say this to every guy that's watching. Codependency is not a female mm. issue. It's a human being issue. And um, I, I know this because, you know, uh, most men would never think that they're codependent. Mm-hmm. They would think they have an anger problem. Oh, but the reason that they're angry is because everybody around them isn't behaving the way that they want them to behave, and that's codependency. So, so it's like when we begin to identify these things in ourselves, then we, we have handles. Hmm. And that's what the recovery process hmm. does is give us handles to begin hmm. tackling them. So wow. let's, let's talk, if you're okay for a minute, about what people typically think of when they think of codependency. Yeah, yeah. I'm a doormat. Hmm. I'm an enabler. Hmm. Uh, my husband walks all over yeah, me and I just let him, mm-hmm. you know, I can't say no to people. Hmm. I'm a people pleaser. Hmm. I'm all of these things. And that is a big component of the codependency issue. Hmm. Um, there are some boundary issues. The flip side to that though is control. Hmm. I try to control my environment. Hmm. In other words, like if I do everything just right, then everybody around me will behave and do exactly what they Mm. are supposed to mm. do so I can feel okay, mm. right? Yeah. And, and so that's what I mean by that excessive reliance. And mm. what we want to do is we want to get to a place where we're able to look inside and figure out, okay, where do they stop mm. and I begin? Mm-hmm. Or where does my responsibility to them end 
and then their responsibility begins. This is, this is a, 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 as individual. I was going to say, this going to look different for each person, It's right? as individualized yeah. as the people that come in with, yeah. that, with that type of yeah. struggle in their, in their lives. And what the recovery process does is help you to focus inward to figure out, okay, hmm. what are the patterns in my life? Hmm. What is it that I can actually do? Yeah. What, what do I actually have some sense of control over hmm. and what do I not? What am I kidding myself about, hmm. you know? Wow. My first sponsor used to tell me, Mike, when you're disturbed, there's something wrong with you. Huh. There's not something wrong with everybody around you. <laughs> um, they may have problems too, yeah. but you have to acknowledge the fact that, that yeah. you're disturbed. And so if huh. somebody in your life is driving you crazy... Hmm. You know, you want to you want to look inside first hmm. and and see, okay, like, how do I approach that yeah. from there? And you're just naming off. I mean, gosh, what you're naming off just makes it feel like basically anybody can come to celebrate recovery because who hasn't? I mean, at one point or another, and and clearly when we're talking about codependency, this is probably an ongoing like this has been an ongoing pattern yes. in your life, maybe with some specific ongoing people, yes. even in your life. And there is where I think that's just a key thing for many that are giving the excuse of like, I don't need recovery because I don't, I'm not addicted to anything. I'm not, I'm not addicted to, you know, drugs or alcohol or any of that stuff. But, but here is where you actually could find a place here because identifying uh, your own, maybe even identifying your own needs, learning how to say no, right. um, finding out what your boundaries are, especially because you're saying that's different for each person. They've got to come to a place um, through prayer, through um, study, right? Right. Um, and, and there, there are even things called step studies. We're not. I'm assuming we're not doing those right now, but we're actually going to start taking signups tonight for that's new fantastic. step studies at, okay. at North Point. And and the step study just quickly is a is an intensive walk through the 12 steps yeah. in a in a closed group. Hmm. Um, step study will change your life yeah. if you uh, if you give yourself over yeah. to that process and participate in it fully. Yeah. But it's we're a commi- it's a good soon. commitment. It's a commitment. It's a commitment. But it, yeah. but it's a but it's a pretty strong trust. I mean, you grow a lot of trust and communication and connection with oh, the absolutely. people that you're doing that with, right? Absolutely. Yeah, cuz yeah. it's a closed group. Right. So you so start off with you start off with certain people and then at some point early in the process, the group closes, and then that's it. Yeah. Before we get down to the nitty-gritty, nitty-gritty we got a room full of people that trust each other and can that's share awesome. with each other. That's yeah. awesome. You know, um, one of the main reasons why I wanted to sit and talk with you is I had this thought during, during COVID these last months um, of how um, I imagine many that are struggling with addictions and especially things like drinking, something very... Uh, harmless for, 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 you know, people will use that term a lot, right? It's something right. You, you go to, man, yeah. we go to a dinner and there's yeah. alcohol so as it's options. It's socially acceptable. Yes. So during COVID, it, it just came to mind this thought of like, man, people, I wonder if they're just kind of drinking all throughout their day. There's nobody really watching them. They're not to yeah. drive anywhere, have to go anywhere. They have readily available, right? You know, one of the thoughts came because we would go shopping, and some air, some certain things were gone all the time. Ice cream was gone a lot. Yeah. Because um, my boys wanted ice cream one time. Yeah. And we just, I, at least three different visits, there was no ice cream. And alcohol. Yeah. Like empty shelves. Yeah. And you're going, wow. So I think really, um, yeah, what has that looked like during COVID? So with, with alcohol, 
you know, if you're home all day, 5 o'clock easily becomes 3.30, <laughs> then 2.15, then maybe right after my sandwich at lunch. And, mm -hmm. you know, 2 can easily become 3, and, mm -hmm. and 3 can easily mm -hmm. become 4. Or even stop and, losing count because you're really not and, paying attention. Yeah, and you can stop losing mm -hmm. count. Um, and this, this goes for all types of human behavior as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, anxiety is off the charts. Loneliness is off the charts. Uh, depression, yes. um, domestic violence is another one hmm. that, that increased. And, hmm. you know, if, if a person has a hidden hmm. habit, hmm. maybe they don't even know they're hiding it. Hmm. You know, um, this season has definitely challenged that. Mm -hmm. and, and if it is alcohol and... You know, if people are saying things to you like, you know, have you been drinking yourself, already? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, um, you know. How many have you had? Yeah. You know, or. Well, what happened to that case we're, of we're beer that was that in again? here yesterday? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Um, hmm. You need to give that some, some thought because it's like our minds play tricks on us hmm. because we want what we want. We hmm. want the things that are going to comfort us. Mm -hmm. and, and so uh, we will. That's what denial is all about. Hmm. We will uh, lie to ourselves yeah. in order to partake in what it is that we want to partake in. Right. And, and give yourself any excuse to continue to do that. Right. For as long for as, as, you long want. as it for as long as it takes. And you know, that addiction it wants what it wants and it cares nothing for you. It cares nothing for your family. It hmm. doesn't discriminate. Hmm. And it's it will beast. it will pick on one hmm. brother and not the other brother. Right. Two sisters and not, right. you know, and not the other sister, right. whatever the case may be. It right. just, it hits where it hits. Yeah. Wow. Um, relapse. Another probably pretty high problem yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. It, it has happened. Um, uh, unfortunately, um, again, it's been a challenging time. Hmm. And uh, here's the thing about relapse, though. Hmm. If you've relapsed, hmm. everything that you've learned up to that point of relapse, you, you still have that. Right. You just, you just need to start over. Right. You know. It hasn't been erased. It hasn't been erased. It's hmm. like, are we going to make you pick up a new chip? Hmm. You know, no, we're not going to make you, but should you? Yes. And why wouldn't you want to? Right. Why wouldn't you want to do that uh, to, to start over? And so... Um, Relapse has, has been has been a real thing yeah. uh, during COVID, and um, and we have, like you've said, we've cried with people. Hmm. Uh, we have um, uh, invited them back in to the yeah. fold, uh, yeah. and we've done what what we needed to do to be able to do that. Yeah. It's like just to make sure that people understand hmm. that we still love you, still yeah. care about you, still want the best for you. We still want you to be uh, right. with us. You know, we want what's I, best for you. I, I, I imagine that what happens is you start to tell yourself a lot of lies. Oh, Satan starts to tell you a lot of lies well, yeah. about relapse. Yeah. You failed. You're a failure. Yeah. Um, you know, no one's going to look at you the same. Right. Uh, no one's going to forgive you for that. Right. Um, right. See, you can't do it. So you can't That's do it. That's the big one right there. See, you, hmm. you'll never be able to do it. You can't do it. You might as well just give in. And let's be clear. None of those things are true. Right. None of those statements are true statements. Right. So number one, stop thinking that. Right. And then number two, 
just come back. Hmm. Just come back or come for the first time. You know, I, um, when I was in my 20s, hmm. <laughs> I tried mightily to stop doing what I was doing. Hmm. And I relapsed time and time and time again. Hmm. Um, but I kept trying. Hmm. I kept trying, you know, and hmm. eventually was able to, uh, to get it done. Mm-hmm. And um, some, some of us, we don't even know we're relapsing when, when, right. when we're doing it. We don't, we really, at that moment, don't understand what's got a hold of us. Hmm. But we do know that we're losing the battle. Hmm. And, You're aware of um, that. and so those are, those are like some of the first things first signs. Uh, to watch for. You know, it's like thoughts be start to become actions. Okay. And you're standing a little too close to things. Mm. Uh, you're hanging out with people you shouldn't hang mm. out with. And you're doing old habits. Yeah, it's like I habits. can go over there and not do that. Or I can hang out with those guys and not do that. Mm. You know. Yeah. I can go to that website and not see that. Right. Those type of things. Right. And, and that's. Dancing that, near that, the edge. That's how we get there. Yeah. Dancing near the edge. You held up a chip a moment ago. I did. My blue chip. What, so tell me a little bit more about that chip. That's yours, yeah. This is mine, yeah. yeah. I picked this up at the last chip night. And so um, I got this to begin a journey of working my recovery program when it comes to food. Mm. And um, hmm. Kim knows this about me. Some others know this about me too. But when I quit doing drugs, I ate everything in sight for like <laughs> two years. And, um, and I got really big. I mm. used to tell people I'd rather be fat than wired and... And, and that was true. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but during COVID now, during mm. this time of anxiety and relapse mm. and all those things, I just, I just came to realize that, you know, food was probably my first addiction. Mm. The first substance that I used to comfort myself uh, when um, I was stressed. Yeah, at what age? You said an age before. Probably five or six years wow. old is the youngest I can remember doing wow. that. And um, uh, I just came to the realization um, over this time of COVID that, that, that I, didn't, I didn't want that to be my story, you know, mm. um, that I want to be able to uh, eat and enjoy food like a normal, healthy person mm. and not uh, just go to the pantry and grab whatever is crunchy and close. <laughs> and salty that's it only requires yeah yeah and just open it up and you know it's like um uh i but i didn't want to do that and so again it's an individualized Mm. thing Mm. you know Mm. uh so for for me you know the definition of food sobriety is that i would eat planned meals yeah and eat them in a normal fashion not not mindlessly, in, not quickly. Yeah, not, okay. because I'm stressed out in the moment. Right. Uh, right. But to literally, you know, value the nutrition in yeah. my food and yeah. and that type of thing. So, Congratulations. Yeah, thanks. Um, I should be getting a 30-day chip tonight, Tonight, but I got to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught myself slipping up a, yeah. a couple weekends ago yeah. uh, f- out of stress, yeah. out of anxiety. Yeah. And so, but that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, is giving myself a focal point. Yes. Uh, to, to go to, to go towards. You know that. Yeah. You know, recovery all starts with knowing why you're here. Hmm. You know, hmm. like let's, like like what what got you here? Hmm. Because what got you here, 
is what got you here. And that's yeah. that's where we want to get started. Yeah. That's so. awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. I mean, it's it's great to just know and you know the way you hold it is so interesting. Yeah. It's um you've you've held it in ways that have just been like it's giving me just like, mm-hmm. you know I have yeah. to remember what it's for. Yeah. Yeah. And why I have it. Yeah. You know, and so I keep it with me. I'll have it with me uh tonight. Yeah. I'll enjoy a barbecue sandwich, <laughs> you know, because that's what a normal yeah, person exactly, would do yeah. is enjoy one right. sandwich. Right, I was going to say one, <laughs> not extremely quickly, not, yeah, you know, not yeah. mindlessly. Yeah. And, oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Um, well, last month was uh, recovery month, and we actually, you and another staff member, Will Russell. Will Russell, yeah. yeah. Gave a great message. We talked a lot about hope. Yep. Um, am I right? You guys kind of covered the first couple, maybe steps or so of recovery. We kind of, we kind of did. Yeah, we mm-hmm. kind of like paraphrased D- our way through the it. first three steps, okay. um, which basically are, you know, um, my life is unmanageable, mm. and uh, I think God can can help me manage my life, and mm. then I'm going to let him help me manage yeah. my life. That's kind of what it was yeah. about, and that's, that's where the hope comes from. Yeah. This is why people that, that, uh, that come to Celebrate Recovery and they stick around for a little while, they, they get some joy back in their yeah. life because um, they, they're beginning to realize that God's helping them do something that they weren't able to do, mm. and they're experiencing freedom sometimes for the first, first time in time. years, wow. decades even sometimes. Yeah, and that's a really freeing It feeling. is very freeing. You know, you around human beings who are feeling that free, and it, it's it, the joy of the Lord, really, yes, just really like exuding out of them. It really is. Um, well, tonight, we just want to invite you again, tonight, live, right here, right, uh, this grassy area here, or is this On kind the main of... grass area okay. at the church. Um, Pretty easy find. Find the big cross. Great. We'll be close by. Yep. Um, just come. Don't just overthink come. it. Just come. Don't overthink it. Just show <laughs> Don't find up. the excuse, because I'm sure you can find one, yeah. but just come. Just come and, exactly like yeah. you are. Yeah. We're going to barbecue it up. Yep. We're going to celebrate some chips. Yep. Um, we're going to drop, um, I'm going to drop a link into that message, that recovery um, Sunday message that you and Will did. We'll drop that in the comments too, if you want to watch that. Um, and then again, if you're watching this live right now, or if you're watching this later on, drop your comments in, drop your questions in. We'd love to hear your testimonies. Um, we'd love to hear life change. Um, and We'd also love to know if we can be praying for you, if there's ways that we Absolutely. can equip you. Um, this has been a difficult time for so many people, uh, yeah. so many people, whether you're struggling with something like an addiction or it's just it's sadness, it's depression, it's loneliness. Right. Maybe even just not even to, able to identify how you feel because there's so much change and so much right. um, uncertainty. Right. about jobs and about uh, health, right? And we've yeah. had fires. There's just racial... Yeah. Parenting. This has been everything. Parenting. Yeah. That's been, that's been a big one. Yeah. The one thing that Celebrate Recovery does better than anything else is provide a support system for people, regardless mm. of what they're going through. Mm. You, you're going to be accepted at Celebrate Recovery just exactly the way you are. Just be yourself. Just come as you are. Bring your kids tonight. Bring your friends. Bring your neighbors. Bring your husband, um, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Um, just come. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we just want to pray for you um, before we, we send it off. Uh, would you mind praying for everybody? That'd be great. Awesome. That'd be great. So, Father, thanks for this time that we've had. And uh, thank you for each person that has uh, joined us live. And uh, thank you for each person that will be watching a recorded version of this. 
Um, God, we, we are, are all your children, and we know that you care about each of us, um, and we know that you care deeply for each of us. And um, we just want to pray that, uh, that people would come to know that you want more for them uh, than from them, mm-hmm. and uh, that you're merciful and gracious, that you're caring and loving, and, uh, and that when folks turn to you, um, you can certainly help them get started with some life change. And mm-hmm. so uh, we pray for courage for folks if they're trying to figure out whether or not to come out to a meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but most of all, we pray that they would just come to know you mm-hmm. and uh, that you would be Lord of their life. And so just be with folks as they listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We want to thank you again so much for joining us. Hopefully we see some new faces tonight at Celebrate Recovery, or really any Wednesday night for that matter. We'll drop links inside the comments about ways that you can connect with Celebrate Recovery um, and really just anything else we've talked about while we're here. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to see you next week for Midweek Live. Have a good one. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining us this week for Midweek Live. Be sure to subscribe to our weekly podcast and follow us on social media at NPCC Fresno.